Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bowl & Branch Sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl & Branch Sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code BUTTERY. So head to bollandbranch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. This week we're on episode 114. That's 114. 114. Yes, and we're talking about submersibles. Ah, submarines. Yep, so stick around if you want any more. Well, hello there, Dad, and welcome back to another week on Father and Sundays, where I am the son, Connor. And I am the father. I was actually still putting my headphones on there. Were you? I wasn't sure you kind of steamed in there a little bit when I wasn't ready. So there might be a well, little bit of noise. we just spoke about being ready, so... Did we? Yeah. I wasn't listening. Oh. Are you alright? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. 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 What have you been up to? Um, it was my birthday. It was your birthday. So you're now 25. Yeah. You're a year older than you were when we last did a podcast. No. Well, you are. I'm a week older. Yeah, but you're a year older in age. Right. Do you feel different? Nope. You look different. Yeah. You've got a t-shirt on. Yeah, it's, like it's a present. Yeah. Yeah. It's a West Ham it's uh, a West Ham one. T-shirt. Yeah. It's a West Ham T-shirt. Not it a, is a T-shirt. T-shirt. It's not a shirt. Called, what we've called a T-shirt. It is an actual. You're wearing a West Ham. T-shirt I am indeed. Well. I didn't really think about that, but I am. Is it because yes. West Ham are playing today? Um, yes, kind of. Yes, I might have worn my main shirt, but I am saving that till tomorrow. Yeah, because we've got a special photo shoot going on. You make it sound like it's a it's <coughs> like a very special us. thing going on. It's it is not. just us. Um, well, yeah, it'll be just us in the photo. It's Yeah, well, the, the trophy as well. Yes, that's So the we're point. having our picture taken Spoilers. with the, trophy. the <laughs> UEFA Conference League trophy, the West Ham one. Um, and it's it's near to us at the West Ham shop. So we're going to go down there and we've arranged to have our photo taken with it, which is going to be cool. Um, I did actually go down there last Monday which uh, I've forgotten that it might already be there. And I walked into the shop and the man with the clipboard said, are you here to have your photo taken with trophy? And I said, no, I'm coming next. Actually, I said, can you tell me what I need to do when I get here? I'm coming on Sunday. He went, well, you can have it done now as well, if you like. Oh, Connor. I then walked. I said, no, 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 no. My son wouldn't forgive me if I had I my would have forgiven you. I know, but I didn't feel it was right. And then I walked to the other side of the shop and I was looking around at stuff, but I was completely distracted by the fact that behind a, a little wall is an open space bit at the back of the shop where they've made up where the trophy is sitting. Did they have increased security there? 
No, I don't think they did. Have they had a lot of people. There? No, they didn't really have security there. They had well, they might have been, but they had a, 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 a lot few, of money. A few trophy. more staff. Apparently, is the actual trophy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was a um, replica that people were having their photo taken. But it is the actual trophy. Um, there was a, quite a few staff in there. I would say they've got more staff in there because they've got people organising it for people to walk through and have their photos taken. But that's tomorrow now. Yeah, so I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. I was very, very excited in the shop. It was in it was in Lakeside initially, but we didn't end up going. We didn't end up going. Then it, it went to Romford, which to people who don't know where these places are, they're getting nearer and nearer to us. Well, I suppose no, Romford, Romford's further, Romford's than Lakeside, further than Lakeside, but you know, around the area where I reckon it will. Uh, a lot do you reckon it will go to the actual it? shop at the stadium? Possibly, yeah. It gets given back, doesn't it, uh, when the it comes to the final again. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but, but we've got it for a year. I did I mean, manage to um, control myself and I got a couple of bits for you and I went to walk out and the man came up with a clipboard again and he and he's laughing at me really because he was because I'm saying no no I'm not going to do it I'm going to do, do it and I had to go out and then I text your mum and said I must love him. I've I've got in and out. I could have had my photo taken, but I've decided not to. I'm going to wait until we go together. So there you go. What about that? Yeah, that's, that's I keep forgetting it's Bank Holiday weekend. Do you? Yeah. All right, but it's quite nice that it's Bank Holiday. But it doesn't really yeah. make any difference to me. No. But to you, it it would. I'm, I need to stop myself going into work on Monday. Um, you should be yeah, all right. That's what's happening. Yeah. I took some photos. Oh yeah. Well, you took a few photos of me before we started, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't. I, w- I was trying to work out what sort of look I was going for. Um, it was kind of a, I don't know, a sage-like or sort of learned. Mm. What did it come out like? Um, the one time you blinked. Yep. Yep. That was it. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, excellent. I just want to say as well, uh, as of today, but uh, with this podcast goes out tomorrow. But as of today, is exactly two weeks until um, I do my skyscraper challenge. Oh, of so course. Just quickly. Um, you can go on the website and you can donate on there. Well, you can donate via the link on there that takes you to the donation page. But yeah, it's uh, f- about a thousand steps or whatever it is up, uh, 40 flights of stairs up the Cheesecake Skyscraper in London before I then abseil the other side of it. Should be fun. We're going to be there. We're going to be there watching. Yeah, raising money for Tommy's charity. So Brilliant yeah. charity. So if anybody out there has got any spare shekels, go for it. It's really, really easy to... Yeah, it'll to, be the 9th of September. ...sponsor. But yes, as I say, well, as Connor says, it's only about two weeks away. Yes. So two weeks today, yeah, did you say? Two weeks today, yeah. Two weeks today. And what time are you doing it? Uh, dentist. Right, 2.30. Yep. Good job I got that, isn't it? Yep. So you would have already done it by now in two weeks' time. Hopefully. Yeah? Well, let's hope well, I don't so. Know, I don't really know how long the... No, it might be. Between the just, yeah, and stuff, yeah, exactly. And all the rest of it, if they haven't got the right ropes or shoes. Are you going to have sucky shoes? No. Nope. That what? would be weird. Why would you have suck... You need to... Have you ever seen a nab sale? Uh, yes. Yeah. But don't you have to wear little pumps, little plinsole things? I've nope. seen Tom Cruise do it. No, I'll just be able to wear my shoes. Will you? Yeah. You don't have to have special shoes? Nope. Do you have to have a boiler suit? Do you nope. have to wear a special boiler suit? Nope. Hat? Nope. Well, maybe a helmet. Yeah, yeah. I think a helmet. Okay, brilliant. I've got um. So I've I know what's got to my look number downstairs, and I've got two. You've got I two think, numbers? One's for the front, one's for the back. 
Yeah, put one on your bum because coming down, that's what everybody's going to be able to see. Yeah, but you just see it flapping in the wind. <laughs> what, your bum? <laughs> no, Don't the, say uh, that. You've been working out. Flapping <laughs> with the wind. <laughs> yeah. Um, my... Yes, uh, actually, you have to have them secured on properly. I've got loads of safety pins. You're all right. That's just a little conversation between us two there. But it, it is Isn't all right. Isn't this always what this is? This is probably, yeah. I forget what we're actually doing. It's just like normal. Oh, that's excellent. I'm really looking forward to it. Please, please, please donate. It's a really, really good charity. Um, I've already donated. I don't like to talk about all my charity it. work, but I, I have already donated. Huh? Are you just bragging? Yeah. How much donate? Thousand pounds? Oh, a lot of money it was. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Do you thousand pounds? Uh, no. 10,000 no. pounds? <clears throat> it wasn't anything like that oh, okay. because that's beyond my means. But it was a significant amount of money, an undisclosed fee. It's like when people get transferred and they don't want to say. If you are interested in how much you donated, you can have a look at the oh, donation. Can you, does it show on there? Oh, right. Okay. Then. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to say really was uh, congratulations to the, the England women's football team. I mean, unfortunately, they lost in the final, but they have been unbelievable and we are very proud of you and we're looking forward to the next tournament where undoubtedly they'll you'll, retain the Euros title you'll retain the Euros title okay is there anything else you want to cover um no no okay well what are we talking about today we're talking about oh I thought you were asking me Oh, sorry, gone. Oh, we're talking about submersibles. Now, submersibles, when you said to me about it, obviously I knew what it meant, but not everybody would know what that meant. So I've looked up the definitions. Did you know what it meant? So you had to look it up. Yeah. So <laughs> basically, there's two, t- we're talking about underwater vessels. And there's two types, really there's uh, submarines, and what's, and submarines are submersibles, but there's, the different class of them that are submersibles, which are smaller usually and used for different sorts sorts of things, yeah? Yeah. So the definitions are uh, submersibles, an underwater craft which needs to be transported and supported by a surface vessel or platform, whereas a submarine, um, use an underwater craft which is self-supporting and capable of independent operation. So that's pretty straightforward, yeah? yeah. You'd say that. So they both instance, go underwater. Yeah, so they both go underwater. Yeah, that's, that's what this is all about, really, isn't it? This is going underwater. Um, this is the Going Underwater podcast. This is the it, Going it, Underwater, it, it, underwater it, Submerged uh, podcast. We should have done this underwater. Yeah. That would have been Although, really, really Although, speaking, good. clouds are made up of water, so we're always we're underwater. We're already doing that anyway. Well, I, I have already had an experience of being in a submarine. Yep. Was it 20,000 leagues under the sea? Um, well, I was on holiday once. The ride that used to be perfectly pleasant, um, <laughs> like, uh, start to it. We were looking out of the windows in the submarine because all submarines have big windows. And Port we were looking at, ones, we were yeah. looking at the uh, no, they were bigger than that. And we were looking at all the wildlife that was swimming along, and all that. It was absolutely incredible. But we were attacked by a huge giant squid. Right. And it kind of marred my feelings about uh, being underwater and being in a submarine. And when I talked to other people, they had similar experiences. Yeah, on the same submarine. Yeah. On different times. At different times. So, I mean, was this it's submarine put me on, off doing it again. Was this submarine on tracks? It was just a proper submarine. Was I don't know there, what you're talking about. Was there a lady dressed like 
Uh, that looked a bit like a mermaid. There were mermaids, yeah. How did you know that? Yeah. Well, it was, as I say, it was really special and then it all went wrong. Yeah. Was this in Florida? Yes. Yes. Was it the 20,000 Leagues Under yes, the Sea ride? Yes, it was the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea ride. But it Not did have anymore. it did have an effect on me. And I swore on that day that um, I would never, ever go in a submarine again. Anyway... There's three. <laughs> there's, well, how often has the opportunity to go to submarine come up since then? It's, uh, you'd be surprised how many times I've been asked. Yeah. But the it's a asked. flat. It's a flat no every time, because I find it. I find everything about this uh, quite difficult, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you about this now seriously now about about being in something. Uh, underwater or being, you know, in a submersible or in a submarine. You've right? been in the shark tunnel? I've been in a shark tunnel, yeah. How do you feel about shark tunnels? Well, I think the thing about shark tunnels is I mean, that... I know you've been in shark tunnel, by the way. Yeah. Um, is that there's a start and an end to it, and then you're outside again. Or you could be outside quite quickly. I think the thing I find quite disturbing about submarines and submersibles is that you're going to be in an enclosed space and a submarine even the biggest of submarines because of the amount of people on them is quite cramped uh you're going to be in those places for some time and the thought of not being able to say right now i'm going to just step outside for a second because i don't know if you know this but (laughs) 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 it can cause problems yeah if you try to step They've outside. got underwater bases, haven't they? Have they? Yeah. Well, no, you're so, thinking about No. So when people do like, um, they do astronaut training and stuff like that, yeah. there's these underground buildings oh, and I stuff don't, like that. Oh, I know they do that underwater because it has the same sort no, of... No, but they, they live underwater. They've got like these submerged buildings in oh, like the ocean and stuff like that. In but, the ocean? I, yeah. Okay. Not like in... The, I've, I know you're talking about like, swimming pool stuff, but they have... They've got these submerged places in like places like that. Yeah, but they wouldn't be right in the middle of the ocean, would no, they? They'd right be the near the coast. Mm, they're in deep bits. Yeah, but they'd be somewhere where it's quite ex- easily accessible from the mainland. They wouldn't no, just. They be. don't go up at all. They stay there for like yeah, I know, but months. To, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, but I have the same issue with. We talked about going to space and. If you go to space, you're in these capsules. And when you go into the museums or we went to the Kennedy Space Centre. Which we would have done four years ago when this podcast comes out. Wow, really? Yeah. Blimey, that's weird. Um, but they show the, the the capsules that the astronauts sit in and there's like three of them in it perhaps, you know. And it is so cramped. And it freaks me out. I, I never used to suffer from claustrophobia, but it does freak me out somewhat. Anyway, yeah, have you seen? Have you ever seen Sputnik? Uh, is it that thing where you stick eyes in that on a potato? No. 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 What? What Sputnik? Sputnik, then? the Russian. Oh, one. the cosmonaut one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't. I have. I've seen it in person. And yeah, it's tiny. It's always going. See, with. don't. I mean, even you saying that. Yes, Colin. I have a question. Have you been on the plane before? Yes. Have you experienced a plane where you can just, oh, well, I just need to step outside for a moment? No, but, oh, no, I get what you're saying there. Because this <coughs> is the same kind of principle as the as the submarine thing. Well, 
I don't know. You if actually it was. find it easier to step outside in a submarine than you would in a. Oh, would you? Yes. I mean, if it surfaced, yeah, but if it was underwater, you wouldn't even be able to get the the doors open, surely. No, but they might have like a lock I could system. Shoot myself out of a torpedo. They've got like a lock system. Have they? What, like an airlock, but as in yeah. that keeps it so you flood one. Potentially, yeah. yeah. But then you've also got, um, the, so often with submarines are sometimes have what's called a moon pool. Okay. Where you go in there without your shorts on. No, I'm not thinking of submarines with moon pools. I'm thinking of boats with moon pools, I think. Yeah. Are they still places you go in without your shorts on? No. <laughs> they're like, they're like just bits where you've got, um, because of sea water is displaced and stuff like that, you might have something below water, sea level, yeah. with like um, an opening to in the in in the bottom of like the boat, and that's where you drop your submarine. Like from. when Captain Jack and Orlando Bloom, because I can't think what his character's name is, were walking along at the bottom of the water. And defied physics, yeah, and put a boat over their heads and, and defied physics so it wouldn't work like that no. it, that wouldn't really work it, see yes the same principle but that boat thing underwater shouldn't really work because if you think about it they're just two regular men just normal men I'm starting um, to think they, they would just float off all of they? that was made up in Pirates of the Caribbean I thought it was a documentary but I think that bit was um, bit yeah, was you're pretty team. right Right, I'm going to quickly just go run through the main three types of submersibles. See if you know what they stand for. HOVs. Um, HOV. HOVs. HOVs. Uh, I'll give you a clue. High. The V is yep. for vehicles. Yeah. Um, high. Um, uh, ostrich. No. Vehicles. First one, hovs are human occupied vehicles. That's why you're What about your chest, ROVs? Isn't it? ROVs. Uh, sorry, what was the H for? Human. Mm. Human. So, ROVs. Uh, remote occupied. Oh, so uh, near. Remotely operated, operated vehicles. Yeah. And then there's OVs. A U V S. AU. Yeah. Autonomous. Uh what were you what was the other letters? Uh UV. Autonomous underwater vessels, vehicles. Very well done indeed. Vessels or vehicles. Vehicles. Done that voice thing again, haven't you? I have. <laughs> Listening to Life Lessons for Children, brought to you by the Titan of Truth, the Master of Matter of Fact, Uncle David. Good morning, children. You know when your nan told you to stop playing with your belly button because a tube linked it to your bottom, and if it unscrews, the result will be that your bum would fall off? That was a lie. You're welcome. Been listening to Life Lessons with Uncle David, sponsored by Father and Sundays. See you next time. Okay, right. So you got those three eventually, right? Let's have a little think about. I'd like to tie into the previous bit as well, don't you? 
I do like to tie it into the previous bit. Yeah. Um, I think most of the time what you do is you start with, okay, right. Do I? Yeah. Well, I won't change that then. It's we'll a willy, it. winning formula. It's a you willy know, formula. When, you've, when we first started this podcast, 113 episodes ago, because this is 114. Yes. You said you wanted to catchphrase. Uh, I've got a catchphrase, haven't I? Did you know? You know your catchphrase is, okay, right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do both of them. Okay, right. Did you know records show that the British uh, British car- carpenter... Do you want to try again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you've, you've thrown me then. <laughs> records show that a British carpenter and gunner, William Bourne, designed the f- world's first truly submersible boat as early as 1578. Is this the thing? They're like, they are boats. Because, sorry, I, I know you're, 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 no, fine, you're talking there, but... Like it, it's always funny when you get the um, the military submarines being called like U-boats and longboats and stuff like that. Yeah, well, this is it. Is it, it. called longboat? Uh, longboats are the Vikings sort of yeah. ones. That's the, the Denmark U- episode. U-boat is and stuff. Like yeah, U-boat is, yeah. Um, so that was 1578, but it was not until Dutch physicist Cornelius Drebbel, great name, modified Bourne's plans 40 years later... Um, that the first man-powered submarine finally came into existence. And it was tested in the River Thames, which I think was really cool as well. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine walking along. It's Dutch as well. Yeah, it was Dutch, yeah. It consisted of greased leather over wooden framework and was propelled either on or beneath the surface by eight oars sealed through the sides with leather flaps. Wow. I mean, yeah. that's balmy, and it that sounds like a Viking longship, but underwater, but just sort of made the gaps smaller of where the oars come out, yeah. so hopefully it wouldn't sink. But surely that, well, I suppose if they've greased it and all the rest of it, it would only be um, for short periods of time. I'd imagine See, that was. It's mad, all this, isn't it? Because like we're talking about almost the history of these boats coming about, and yeah. because thinking about it, if you wanted to see things underwater back then. Yeah, you, you you kind of wouldn't. You'd kind of guess. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess you could dive. If it dive. was clear water, you could see. If yeah. you, if you dive, yeah, I guess you could wear stuff like goggles or something. Well, swimming think, goggles back then. I think they had protective goggles, so they would have had something. Um, when was this? Uh, well, that would have been in. Oh, great! That's made it turn over to the under. Sixteen oh eight. So did they have protective goggles back then? That seemed very early, doesn't it? Yeah. I wonder anyway. if I got those dates right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, my my point being with this yep. is like all these ways of seeing underwater and stuff like that. Mm. Like in reality, and even just capturing the underwater stuff, like nowadays, I've got a GoPro and I can just chuck that underwater. Yeah, we take, it, like we, we take t- it for, take granted. It for granted that we've, we've even got stuff that you can do a certain amount of of uh, you could do a certain amount of work like that. Yeah, we've got a tiny submersible. <laughs> we have got. That we you, take down to South Sea for, for yourself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just say the first submersible vessel with a documented record of use in combat was the Turtle or the American Turtle. It was built in 1775. The American Turtle is just a tortoise, then, isn't it? Yeah, David Bushnell. <laughs> As means of attaching explosive charges to ships in the harbour for use against the Royal Navy. 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 Maybe Navy. 
in the American Revolutionary War. So even way back then, it was a way of sort of um, stealth-like creeping into the harbours and attaching. And so it was still- used as not so much as exploring the seas, but as a way to be uh, invisible, say, to... See, that's this is how most things come about military advantage, don't they? Well, it's it's and true. It's still to s- one of the best ways of getting away unnoticed, isn't it? What underwater? Yeah, yeah. I always find that. Yeah. I, whenever I'm like, if I'm ever gonna do something in the swimming pool, well, group of people. exactly. If I'm ever gonna do something that I think, well, I'm gonna do this, and then I'm off. I always make sure there's a body of water near me, so I can just s- just sort of step back into it. And Spy disappear. films. How yes. often have they? Hey, if they swim, swum through an underwater tunnel to get into a place, every time. Spy Kids, they do it. They do, and they, that James one with, Bond. That one with that bloke that uh, was in James Bond films, but wasn't a James Bond film. They did it then as well. Oh right, I think I know. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about with that one. Right, so you've touched on it a little bit there when you said about submarines, but submarines nowadays. As we see, submarines are usually war, uh, used uh, in warfare or as part of a country's defences yeah. because they're such a good way of doing that. Plus, it's, it's quite an expensive thing to maintain. Yeah, I mean, there aren't thousands and thousands of them for each country. You know, each country might have a number of them. That's usually the case. But from for submersibles, they're much more sort of adaptable to what people want them to be used for. And um, they can be anything from uh, checking, like from an environmental point of view. Uh, there's loads of documentaries, nature documentaries, where they go down and looking at the uh, wildlife uh, in the oceans, which is incredible. Uh, construction, mm-hmm. if people are building, uh, even from the point of view of laying cables or, and I mean that, actual cables, um, that wasn't a euphemism. <laughs> right. <laughs> if laying cables or... Well, yeah, stuff between us and Or building and those and stuff like that, And in there? fact, you talk about those pools that the astronauts might be using like or within there. I'm, I'm, I would imagine they'd use submersibles to actually go down there and construct something like that because they'd need to, to well, look at the... I'm going to go out on a whim here. If they need to construct something in that, I imagine they'd take the water out. No, that's probably or true. Just isn't it? Not put yeah, the but you were talking about it being out to sea. They, it's not as easy. As <laughs> oh, that, you're talking about that? I thought yeah. you were talking about the big swimming pools. No, I'm not talking about the big swimming pools. Uh, um, then <laughs> obviously, just just don't put the water in. There. Obviously, there's a there's a. Oh, we can't build the the stuff in there. We put all the water in. We put all the water in. Because um, everyone from the west country. Yeah, I know everybody is an adventure because. People look to these things yeah. for thrills and, like and doing extreme that. tourism and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there were a lot more. I mean, I watched a video in the week, and it was um, from Blue Planet Two, like the David Attenborough a documentary about seas, and it was one where they'd gone down in a submersible to where this whale carcass was another whale carcass see we talked about this but this was a different one and while I was down there there was these six guild sharks all all oh sharks again swarming around it but then these sharks started getting annoyed with each other and bumping into each other and then they saw the submersible and this is another reason why I would be slightly freaked out in the actual bit of video the person that was 
uh, what the pilot or one of the people in there was saying, look, it, this glass this, or this, uh, you know, the, the, the materials this submersible is made out of are very, very strong. You're not going to get... Normally anything. titanium. But these sharks started butting into the submersible and started squashing their face into the submersible and things like that. I think that might have freaked me out if I wasn't freaked out enough already yeah. being in the submersible. But it was really interesting to see. Um, just moving on quickly. Most asked questions. How do you go to toilet in a submarine? How do you think you go to the toilet in a submarine? What happens to it? Oh, right. Okay. Well, is it? I imagine you poo in the toilet. Yeah. Maybe we in the toilet. Yeah. Whatever. As you would do normally. Yep. And it gets proper sucked. Proper sucked? Proper sucked. A bit like an aeroplane. Yep. So where does it go then? Uh, in a tank. In a tank? Yeah. And when what happens to the tank? It maybe stays on board. No. Maybe basically, flushed out into the sea. It's flushed into the sea. So basically every time someone goes to the toilet, it might store it a little bit, then it flushes out into the sea. I was a little bit disturbed by that, to be quite honest with you. How Have long? You weed in the ocean? Uh, probably when I was younger, yeah. No, How, no, no. You've done it as an adult. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Where? where? Yes, you. you I, the, maybe not the ocean, but like the Isle of Wight, you've weed off the coast of the Isle of Wight. No way. Yes. I Dad, look at me mistaken. in the eye and say that hasn't happened. I can't tell you absolutely 100% sure <laughs> hasn't happened, but I cannot recall it happening. I, I reckon you've done it down south in seafront. I think you're mistaken. No. Look, you've let's done get it on. In, you've done it in the lazy river at Discovery no, I Cove. I haven't. How long can a submarine stay <laughs> underwater? that <laughs> How long can a submarine stay underwater? Depends on the submarine. Well, exactly. Depending on its power source... Uh, then indefinitely. However, food supplies and crew's health are taken into account and dictate. Yeah, it's, it's, what it's one of these things that they are being stuck in in a place. I don't normally um, the ones that military ones be down there months at a time, wouldn't they? Yeah, sort of. <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> but again, because the nuclear power ones, because of the yeah. they're self-contained, pretty much they're in power does, station, aren't they? Actually, it's more about the health of the people within and and having a crew change over because psychologically it's quite yeah, an ordeal that's the that's the thing with it um obviously a submersible is dependent on batteries so it's limited capacity anyway and like oxygen on board and, and stuff ex- like. exactly all that and obviously on a submarine i think they it, it's the size of a submarine means they can a sort of um, have a small garden well they they basically can uh circulate the air and and it and it's still and and purify it and everything else so they're able to do that and it's able to be a little bit more easy to deal with although they don't have enough beds ever on a submarine for the amount of crew they've got um because the shifts and all the rest of it they have to minimize what they do there. it sounds horrific some of it showers are only allowed to be in showers very very quickly to wash um, and then they're out of them again. They're actually told a certain amount of seconds that they're allowed to do one thing, the next thing, then the next thing. They cannot sta- sit in a stand in a shower and just let it roll. Lots of lots of weird things actually. That um, I always thought like well, you wouldn't be able to smoke on one, or you wouldn't be able to do that. I don't think that's been brought in in more recent times, just because it's antisocial from the mm. health point, and not from the risk of of within the actual. 
being itself. Um, what do you call a German stealth WW2 World War Two submarine? This is a joke. Might be. Um, I don't know. A not see you boat. Oh, like a U-boat. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, I might have a couple of others then, but um, I might not. Um, the deepest depth a submarine has ever gone, 10,925 metres. That's 35,843 feet. That was done by the Deep Sea Challenger in 2012. Uh, a man submersible, the pressure of this depth is over... A thousand times that at the surface, at the surface even. To put it into context, the Titanic wreck is about 3,800 metres. That's 12,500 feet. Um, and the Mariana Trench is 11,034 metres. That's 36,201 feet. So that's only a little bit short of the bottom of that trench. I didn't listen to any of those numbers. Why not? Because there's too many numbers. Oh, right. Okay. Lack of sleep is an issue, um, still. Uh, what, with you, or...? Yeah, I'm feeling really, really ropey these days. I'm not sleeping at all well, but, yeah, apparently it's still a problem for people in submarines. Uh, so is the bends. I didn't realise that you still have to be very, very careful, and quite often people who come from their shift, be it for three months or whatever, from a submarine will still... Uh, actually start to feel those sort of side effects from it all. Um, another thing, I don't know, can you ask me this? There, you? Where would you store a T-Rex on a submarine? You wouldn't. Actually, no, you would. They have stored T-Rexes on submarines. Have they? They've transported them. Have they? In the cargo bay. Right. What they'd normally do is put them inside the small arms locker. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if they have actually transported. I don't I think they've ever... How, how, how would they have ever transported? You're talking about the skeleton, skeleton of it. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think they have. Why would they? I don't know why they would. No. Why would they take it from land? Maybe they found it underwater. I doubt if they'd find a T-Rex underwater, would they? Maybe it drowned. That seems a bit ridiculous to me, Connor. Maybe it drowned. Yeah. But um, we were going to do this episode... On a more yeah. serious note, we were going to do this episode a little while back, wasn't we? We were. We were going to do it a little while back. We were talking about it. Well, we've been talking about this episode for quite a long time because we've done flight, we've done cars. We're going to bring in this one. But we held back on it a little bit, mainly because of the events of Ocean Gate. Yes. Because I think it would go amiss not to mention the events of Ocean Gate because it's, it was a, it's a tragic event, but it's also an incredibly interesting event. Well, it was. It was. I mean, obviously, these things do go on all the time. And as we said a bit earlier, there is a a market for tourism yeah. doing this. Extreme I suppose tourism. Extreme tourism. But I imagine there are different levels of that as well. Um, but this one, obviously, was to go down to see the wreck of the Titanic, which we just touched on how deep that is. Yeah. Yeah, because it, um, it was in Ocean Gate Titan, wasn't it? Uh, the the submersible that it was, mm. um, yeah, because they went down uh, to see the wreck of Titanic during tests. They lost signal, so during tests they often used to lose signal and stuff. So it wasn't necessarily anything that was 
Out of the ordinary. Out of the ordinary. However, when they didn't resurface at the time they thought they should have, that's when they raised the alert. Yeah, that they'd that they'd disappeared, and it was um it was a quite a bit of time later there was in international search and rescue that went on, and this is what's mad about it. I would argue that, and this might sound a little bit dark, whatever. I'd argue that there was so much other stuff going on in the world at the same time. Yeah, like there was a lot just of people the Greek saying, coast. Yeah, there was a lot of people talking so about many that sort of thing. People, people being to, lost who are refugees or, yeah, or whatever, all died on a boat. Loads of them. Um, yet. All five, these people are multi-millionaires. Yeah, five people. Do you know how much the ticket on well, that's most world cost? No, I didn't know. That. I uh, don't it's, know. It's a quarter of a million. Two hundred fifty thousand really? dollars would have cost to get on uh, there. To get on there. And all those people on there, and and I saw some of the reports and some relatives saying they did know the risks of doing they this did sort know the of risks, thing. Yeah. And I think one in particular, um, uh, a British guy who who was on it had done a lot of things. Uh, yeah. extremes tourism around the world I think uh, Everest might have come into play at one point and we know how dangerous that is so someone that was very aware of, of yeah. what could happen and this thing, but I it's mean, horrific it is horrific they should they did the right thing in trying to find them it's, I understand it's the argument of there was so much done for them but so little done for the people that make less money but that's the way the world works yeah, people that have the money make more money so that's how the world keeps going um and I genuinely think that was probably one of the deciding factors of why they spent so much money and so long trying to find them. Yeah. Um, however, yeah, this was, um, it, it went down. It's unknown as what happened, but it was um, the the part of like the um, the tail cone and and some other bits were found. It was just really difficult. Like 500 to, metres away from the yeah, wreck of the Titanic. they'd calculated when the oxygen would have run out. Yeah. So they had a deadline and that was, and then, then when why that, it went so hard, and that's when, that's when them. it came and went, and it, it must have been horrific for people who were more sort of closer we, to we them. Thought or we heard a, they thought they heard a uh, a thing from them, didn't they? Yeah, but it just turns out it was just a coincidence. Yeah, but yeah, they um it, they would have died almost instantly. They wouldn't even know they're about the to die. That's the only um blessing but in they, all this. I they think, did say they found stuff that looked to be human remains. Oh right, I, I didn't realise that. No. But um but that was near the other stuff. But, but the, yeah. Look, I guess and it was tragic and we were going to do this and it that happened and we thought no it wasn't appropriate Hold to do it bit, at the time. Yeah. yeah. So still wanted to do it. We still wanted to do it. But you know, going into these extreme places, uh and even with you know That's, there's always a risk. The pressures down there the technology you're reliant on. Even just look at recently, I did the the skydive. I'm doing the um the the Absalon two weeks time. There's a risk to it. It's not without risk. No. Granted, the risk is absolute minimal with both of those things. Yes, because of of the nature of it. But then, like even with the parachutes, they they automatic. Commercial after stuff. Thing. Sometimes things are rushed or corners are cut. And this is the problem when it came to the Ocean Gate Titan. So they had um they had three submersibles as a part of that company. They had uh, one I can't remember the name of it. They had one called I can't remember the name of that one either. Brilliant. But basically there was there was, <laughs> well there, was done. there was an iteration before this one yeah. and this one was the second version of it. Um the second version that the Titan was rather than Previously, submarines and submersibles have all been made from like titanium, like strong, really strong stuff. Because of the, um, in terms of the buoyancy to 
to weight ratio and all this kind of stuff, they chose to do carbon fiber. Right. And so they cut. They decided to, yeah, and the decided- integrity of the actual thing in order to get other. Uh, other sort of uh, yeah. advances in other people areas. always joke about the fact that it was controlled with a PlayStation controller. Well, that doesn't it really was, make any difference honest, because let's matter. place it. Uh, let's face it; most of these things are, are glorified yeah. controllers anyway. If I just put a different di- steering wheel in my car, it doesn't make any difference. No, no. But there we are. So it can have those sort of effects. Do I want to do it? Do I want to go down in a submersible? The thought of seeing some of the things, yes, without a doubt. But the actual nature of it, perhaps it's for other people. I'll be honest, I I do lean towards, I would like to do something like that. However, I'd like to do something that, it's difficult because you would assume that all these companies would do the absolute thing. I think, and this is one of the things that came out of this, is there will be more regulation and they'll be stricter on these kind of things. Like, for example, they don't want to repeat this. This is one of the only times this has ever happened. Yeah. Um, And it was because of the extreme pressure that just imploded on itself. Mm -hmm. But... Um, as it's like one of the only times it's actually happened, you kind of need these things to happen before. Like, take 9-11, for example. Uh, Airport security has increased massively since that. These things, these tragedies... people learn from them, but unfortunately, sometimes people... Money, it's all about money. I get that, I get that. But... On the most part, when something like this happens, I'm talking about on the positive side of things, when most of this stuff happens, there are more regulations that come in place. So airport security is a lot stricter nowadays than it ever was before 9-11. Yeah? And you'll see um, regulations around these things like submersibles increase because they don't want a repeat of what happened there. Because that alone, even if you are just talking about money, the search and rescue would have cost a ton of ton of money of course it would so much money yeah but yeah there we go it's an interesting story it's a sad story but it is an interesting one and and to see what happens next based on it we sure will well I am I'm thinking that I want to now be submersed in music Oh, nice. Like it. Well done. Thank you. Um, yes. So you will be submersed in music because I've written a song and that song is called uh, Submaria. And oh, nice. It's about... It's a play on the submarine. Yeah. It's about a, a a crew member that's just about to start on his, his, uh, his long, long haul of uh, work in on the submarine. And he, he feels a bit lonely. So he's uh, made a... Or has he? Is there is there a woman on the submarine that he's in love with, or has he made something to be like a woman on the submarine that he's in love with? Which sounds a lot uh, more sordid than when I first thought about this. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, I think you better just play the song. I'll play the song. And 
Nice song. Should we play a game? Let's play a game. What would you like to play? Uh, Monopoly? No. Game of Life? No. Uh, battleships? No. Well, kind of battleships. Not really, no. Um, I've got a game for you. It's called Sink or Swim. Ah. And it's a multiple choice no quiz. Yeah, <laughs> why? There's ten questions, each with a choice of A, B and C. Play my sting. Okay. Maybe you're informed Or is it just a whim? Let me hear your answers Sink or swim Lovely sting Did you like it? Yes Did it go how you thought it would? Nope <laughs> Okay <laughs> I wonder how you thought it would go um, Bing Ding 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 no, it didn't know. go like that at all. Right, are you ready? Yes. Have I got 100% of your attention? Nope. Okay. <laughs> question one. Put the phone down. No cheating. Okay, that's question one. There no. you go. Got that one right. <laughs> question one. How do military submarines track their enemies? Is it A, by sonar? Is it B, by radar? Or is it C, by witchcraft? It's A, by sonar. That is absolutely correct. One on one. Excellent. Because yeah, sonar's done with sound. Yes, yeah, I know that. Witchcraft, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Radar's done with um, 
Isn't Rain of Dawn with light? I don't know. Question two. <laughs> I don't really care. Well, question two. What is the what purpose of hydroplanes on a submarine? I would like to say most of these are submarine questions. Right. So but what is sense. the question yeah. two? What is the purpose of hydroplanes on a submarine? Are they A, to reverse the submarine? Are they B, to alter the angle of a dive? Or are they C, to flap if the engines fail? Um, to alter the angle of a dive. That's two and two. He's two out of two. Is he going to do this? (laughs) (laughs) It's like a plane's got um, their uh, things, haven't they? They have got their things, Connor. That's absolutely correct, but you can't have an extra point for that. Question three. (laughs) In the 1880s, submarines started switching to which power source? So in eighteen in the eighteen eighties, submarines started switching to which power source? Was it A, battery? Was it B, nuclear? Or was it C, hydro? I thought I'd put solar in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, nuclear energy hadn't come about by that point. They weren't they weren't doing that, so they wouldn't have switched over to that. Right, so that leaves battery or hydro. Um, hydro. Battery. They actually started switching to battery power sources. I'm very sorry. How did they charge them? I don't know. Question four. When ballast tanks are emptied of water... I'm bored now. <laughs> <laughs> this always happens. When ballast... I've never seen you so into it... Uh, we did the Charles Dickens one and you yeah. were on question nine and you got all eight right so far. You actually got ten right as well, but you didn't get nine right. When ballast when ballast when ballast tanks are emptied <laughs> of water, they are filled with what? A sand, B air, C fish. Air. B air, correct. <laughs> <laughs> question five. <laughs> fish. <laughs> well, it might be for people's lunches. Question five. How but they're were, the ones that, that, because they fill them with water so they can start to dive, don't they? Yes. Yeah. So they would be filled with air. That's so the whole point of it, yeah. yeah. Question five. How were the first submarines propelled? Was it A, by steam? B, towed by dolphins? C, hand cranks? Well, you said earlier oars. Yeah. So hand cranks. That is correct. Hand cranks or oars. Or dolphins. <laughs> or dolphins. <laughs> Question six. I'm going to slow it down there. In 1864, the Spanish built a famous submarine named Ictinio II. What power source was used? What year? It was in 1864. Okay. So was it A, steam? Again. (laughs) Was it B, oranges? (laughs) Or was it C, oars? (laughs) I don't know what I've done there. <laughs> I bet you don't know. Awesome. Yes, well done. <laughs> okay. Oh dear, I've obviously got tired. It's the same question again. <laughs> well, it wasn't really. Question seven. What is the name of the captain of the submarine Nautilus from the Jules Verne books? So is the it- last question, if you'd said batteries, yeah. I might have gone with batteries because you'd said earlier on in the 18- in the eighteen hundreds. That's very true. Yeah. 
What is the name of the captain of the submarine Nautilus from the Jules Verne books? Is it A, Captain Birdseye? <laughs> <laughs> is it B, Captain Beefheart? Or is it C, Captain Nemo? Captain Nemo. It is Captain Nemo. Did they find him? Finding Nemo. Oh, nice. Thanks. Question eight. Do you remember when I did quiz about reefs? And yes. Some of the questions about finding Nemo. It was, yes, I remember that. Because they were my questions, they were. That was one of the very few ones that was uh, quiz questions for me, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, question eight. Why are many submersibles... too angry That's because that was ridiculous. Question eight. Why are many submersibles yellow in colour? Is it A, because they are easier to spot? Is it B, because in naval terms, yellow means non-military? Or is it C, because the colour yellow is calming to wildlife? He didn't put anything about the Beatles in that. No, I didn't. Do you wish you did? Maybe. <laughs> um, it's actually quite a difficult one. So, so is it's it, calming to wildlife. Um, so is it because to make it easier for them to be spot? Is it because in naval terms it means non-military? Or is it because yellow is calming to the wildlife? Easier to spot. That is correct. It's easier to spot. That's why yellow is used. Because let's be honest, even if yellow is non-military, you just paint it yellow and then attack them. That's why most submarines are grey or black, because they are harder to see. Question nine. The penultimate question. Periscope sounds like a technical or scientific term, but it, it was in fact named after its inventor, Dr. Periscope. Is that true or false? False. That is correct. Scope <laughs> means to look, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> and your last question. I don't know what it is. But. Question 10. Which of these is not a real-life name that was a true or false. Yeah, I know. I just stuck a true or just false stuck, in there. Question 10. Which of these is not a real-life name of a type of submarine? A. Salmon. B. Plunger. C. Wet log. Hmm. Wet log sounds funny. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, wet log <laughs> wet log is correct the <laughs> other two salmon and plunger are actual types of submarines or names for types of submarines and that is the end of my little submersible quiz I Excellent. hope you enjoyed it I didn't um, oh, <laughs> no I did very much I did enjoy it apart from the fact how many questions did I get wrong uh, maybe two Three, I think, at most. So I think you've got seven Can you count them? Do you want me to count them? Yes, please. Right. You didn't, You got those right. You got that one right. You got that one right. So there's four there that you got right. Uh, track the sonar, yep. You got that right. Angle, yep. You didn't get that one right. Uh, you got that one right. You got that one. Oh, nine out of ten. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Done a lot better than I thought. Yeah. So yeah. I basically got the same as what I got in the previous Well done. One. So you're, you're, maybe next week's uh, quiz you'll get ten out of ten. Well. I doubt it, but maybe. Yeah. So, look, 
Um, I don't really know what I'm going to say next. That's why I said look. Yeah. It's whilst I think about what I'm going to say next. Do you want me to tell you a joke while you think about it? Yep. Okay. Putin has started to launch missile attacks from submarines off the coast of an East African archipelago. Do you know what an archipelago is? It's a group of islands. He shells Seychelles by the seashore. (laughs) What? Get it? No. Seychelles. Seychelles? The Seychelles is an East African... Oh, right, yeah. I forgot right, okay. that bit already. Anyway, have you thought about what you want to say now? Um, only that, uh, if you do want to get in contact with us about anything at all, you can do so via the website, fatherandsundays.com, go to the Contact Us page, or email us at contact us at fatherandsundays.com. Uh, on the website, though, you have got all the episodes available on there, but you can listen to us on the Chosen Podcast platform. Also, remember, on the website, there is the charity page, and if you go to the charity page, you can have a look at my... Uh, skyscraper challenge and, you and can my donate. generous donation and you can donate by there <laughs> as well uh, but Facebook Instagram Twitter like follow share those excellent oh and X as it's now called yeah so, Fred. and Fred's as well yeah. yeah we've done anything on Fred's yet no we haven't nope. I think we ought to change all that I think we need to get more active yeah we will I'm get... feeling like it I'm feeling like this is the weekend that it's all going to happen oh okay <laughs> right but yeah if that's it no what else do you want to say? Now? What I want to say is next week we've got a podcast lined up and it'll be 115. 115. I do know what it's about as well. Yeah. And it's about Denmark. Denmark. Why is it about Denmark, Dad? Because the day that it goes out next Sunday, I will be flying off to Copenhagen yeah. to spend a few days in Denmark. And you're saying it like that thing again. You're doing that way again. Am I really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I want to say. Okay, so it's goodbye from me. Bye. Yeah.